Can we talk about how incredible our skin is? It's our protector while also being a litmus test for how our body is doing physically and emotionally. Join host Nicole Berry as she unravels the mysteries around our skin on the new series, Skin Queries, a podcast brought to you by Ruby Studio from iHeartMedia. Nutrition, sun exposure, stress, she gets to the heart of how to make every body glow from the inside out. Listen to Skin Queries on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. This sun season, evolve your sun care with new Banana Boat 360 coverage. With advanced control mist, it's a new way to spray. It's an all new bottle for an all new mist experience that smells great and is incredibly light on your skin. Better control means coverage you can count on. To customize your spray, tap the trigger lightly to cover targeted areas or pull the trigger fully for a long, continuous spray, ensuring long-lasting banana boat protection. Plus, it's refillable from sweat-resistant sport formula to kids SPF 50+. When headed to the beach, I want to make sure my kids are protected so I never leave home without Banana Boat 360 Mist. Shop Banana Boat 360 Mist at Walmart, Target, or Amazon. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cosman, an iHeartRadio podcast. Wind Down on location. Woo-hoo! Beachfront. Hey, we are in a beachfront room right now. We're in Wilmington, North Carolina. This so is uh, exciting. just adults in socks. Right now, we have like a room full See, of like ten I adults don't like in their socks, wearing socks. Isn't it weird? It's like there's no in between. I do not like wearing socks. So when you go to a person's house, I think it's so weird if a, a grown person, a grown adult, is just walking around in socks. It's I just so I find it so it's weird. Like bare feet is okay. Shoes is obviously normal, but walking around in socks. Walking around in socks, I just think is so silly. I can't do it. But then at the same time, though, I'm like, well, what if you don't have like, you know, what if, I don't know if I want someone walking around barefoot too, if they're like, well, again, like their, should, their toes are not like, clean if, if you have other adults coming to your house, you shouldn't enforce the take off your shoes policy. We don't do that. No. But I do know some people that do. But again, it's like, I, if it's like your core close group of friends or family okay, or like immediate family. Okay, fine. Shoes off or socks off. Like shoes. Like, regard Irregardless. Okay. If it's your closest friends or your immediate family, if you want to make them take their shoes off and they're in socks, fine. But you don't have a big group of friends or a big family. Everyone take your shoes off. Then you're meeting other grown men in their socks. I just think it's so weird, which is why I don't wear socks. And in general, I don't wear socks. 
I mean, I know we all know you wear two pairs of socks, mm-hmm. but I just, I, I, I just don't like wearing socks. I don't. It's so, I, I cause it's just when, cause you know, when you're going to take your shoe off, I don't want to be stuck in socks. One, because they're always mismatched. Two. Which, which Jana tried to do my laundry one time. <laughs> this is the last time I had to do my one, laundry. Whoa. This is the last time. Back. This is when I told her not to touch my socks. I, but lately you do my I laundry. Have, I've well, the last you like, should do my you don't do my six socks. months I've done your socks yes I have I've folded all of them and just I just put them away you don't know the last six months since we've moved to Nashville I've been folding your socks six. and doing them right and unfolding them out of the other ones because the doubles. Anyways, <laughs> I, I don't I I'm have to put up cameras or something because I don't have any proof yeah. of this. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I haven't really noticed that. Yeah, because I put them away for you. Mm. I've been putting away your clothes for you. Anyways. Oh, I, I can't believe you haven't noticed that I've like put your clothes away. I when you have, I've acknowledged. But I've done your socks. Maybe it was a light load that week. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on about moving socks. On. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that just messed everything up. Now <laughs> everyone's all rattled. Everyone that. <laughs> Sit in the room with us, like this is what this podcast is about. Socks. <laughs> Glad I'm not listening to this one. She's upset about the fact that he doesn't remember that she puts away his socks. But go ahead. So since it's been a year since I put away your socks. So we're here in Wilmington, North Carolina, for a One Tree Hill. No, I really convention. need you to finish that. No, <laughs> our listeners do not need to hear the rest of that. Okay. Uh, we're here in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, for a One Tree Hill convention. Yes. And you're excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so pumped. They're your OG fans. OG. Love my love love my tree hillers. Every time I ever um perform somewhere, I always thank my tree hillers. I always dedicate a song to them because mm-hmm. they're they were there for me from the very beginning. I mean, so much so that tonight when I was saying that to them, I started crying and I felt yeah. so silly. Why? Because I you know, I hate crying on stage. It makes me and on the podcast, so but she did that last week. But but like not, it's not to a bunch of people. No, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, I'm still embarrassed, but not to like. But it's seeing it. But it's real. Well, yeah, that that emotion was real. Just because I'm I'm super thankful for. for if it their, wasn't for that show, like who knows? Oh, I would have never gotten a record deal ever. Right. It in launched, a million, I would not have gotten a record deal in a million years. It launched you. It was yeah. your it was your launching pad. So and I just wanted to say thank you. And so when I said that, I just I, I just I just got all choked up. Understandably so. But I just I've always loved my tree hillers and I've always appreciated them. And so that's why, you know, and then I said I won't give up on you. And then I say I won't give up. Well, I will say I've been uh, enjoying being here and kind of witnessing all of it and seeing you in this element of where like Jana Kramer was born. <laughs> <laughs> The place you were conceived, <laughs> you know, and just to see the the support because I've always seen that your shows even before I even knew what the heck a One Tree Hill well, was. Well, but here's the thing, because because yeah, because obviously people who listen to this podcast know that Mike never watched One Tree Hill, and you know, um, and so I mean, granted, I haven't seen all of them either, but <laughs> but 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 you know, when he'd go to shows, I would say, all right, where are my One Tree Hillers at? And I mean, every single show. The crowd goes louder than, I mean, the crowd goes crazy. I mean, my band guys are always like, whoa, because it's just, they overpower the room. Yes, they do. Which is why, again, I'm always so thankful for them. And, 
you know, in, and you were like, who are these one tree hillers? Mm-hmm. And now you were able to meet them and see them. I was, and I never really got it. So I figured, and those of you who are at the show tonight understand this, heard this story, but I'm going to say for our listeners who weren't there in the crowd, but I was like, all right, we're coming to Wilmington. I've been putting off watching any of the show. I've seen like the time you sang. Mm-hmm. I saw that. And I think the time you're like in the bathtub slitting your wrist or something. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me download some episodes to watch on the way to Wilmington to like One Tree Hill Country. So I do that and I'm watching, I download the first several that Jana's in, in season seven. And I just keep looking over at her and she's like, what? And then finally, I, I, I was like, what do you, finally what? I like take my headphones off. I'm like, you're the worst. Oh, I'm like, Alex Dupre sucks. Oh. I, was like, I was like, I caught myself like looking over you with a face like, dang. Aww. But it was, it was just your character. Yeah. I was like, this is so. It started out that way. I was like, this is so not you mm-hmm. first of all so it's weird for me to be like okay you're like straight up actually like this is acting yeah you know what i mean like this is so not you it's the farthest thing from your character so it's just weird to see well yeah because i mean my character was a alcoholic drug user i've never touched a drug or been drunk in my life so it was right. just like so polar and just mean to everybody and yeah. you know uh, yeah, you're the worst. <laughs> so I was just like, my whole, and that's why I was asking the crowd tonight. I was like, how do you guys like her? Aww. It was just the character. It was just the character. I mean, yeah, I mean, she, I, th- I think she becomes redeemable. Well, I'm going to have we'll to talk more, more about now. that later. But yeah, because you're like, why do, why, how do people end up liking you? So yeah, I'm very I, intrigued to find out. Okay, so we're going to talk to Daphne um, Zuniga. Um, Who played on, Brooke's mom. Yes. Right? Yes. Hey, yeah. look at Michael. Hey, you. Facts. Um, but first, let's take a break. Listen up, everyone. Father's Day is right around the corner. Father's Day is June 16th, and Macy's makes it incredibly easy to find something special for all the dads in your life. Macy's offers the ultimate gift guide where you can shop by price, by category, or by gift lists. Some of the top gifts this year include Beats headphones, JBL portable speakers, Nintendo Switch, and more. You can also shop top brands such as Calvin Klein, Lego, Le Crusette, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph Lauren, Columbia, and more. In the past, I have been a last minute shopper, but with Macy's gift finder, finding the perfect gift is easier than ever. I can't wait to go shopping for Alan because I know with Macy's, I'll find a gift he'll absolutely love. It is so important to celebrate the dads in your life and make sure they know how special they are. And Macy's has the best gifts with prices that cannot be beat. Father's Day is June 16th. Make sure to check out macy's.com slash gift finder to find a unique gift they'll love. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. Hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. 
my medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I gotta stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at urgentcarekit.com slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at urgentcarekit.com slash Jana. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or find leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Hello? <laughs> Hi, Daphne. Hello. Hi, Wait, girlfriend. let me pour some more wine. Oh my God. Yeah, I just poured some too. <laughs> You're my girl. Hi, Daphne. Uh, hi, Dana. On the line, you also have my husband, Mike. Hi, Daphne. Hi, Mike. <laughs> um, my husband wants to ask if you want the opera turned down. By the way, I never knew we loved opera. We've been together 13 years. You never like the learning about never ends. Wait, That's what did fantastic. you say? No, don't turn yeah, it down. I, can, we, I come to, He's playing opera, and he said, do you want me to turn this opera down? Does he want to be an opera singer? No, but it's like I didn't even know I liked opera. Like I've known him for 13 years. Okay, well, so this is since this is a relationship podcast, um, you've been with him for 13 years. So are you so it's so you're still finding out things about your husband that you didn't know he liked, for example. Yes. Yes. What like else are you finding out about your husband 13 years later? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, um, that's a good question. Let's see. Um, it's so funny because I know so much about him mm-hmm. and I have to be careful not to just assume what he's going to say and predict what he's going to want and mm. expect the same old thing that I know. And, that doesn't give him any room to like, you know, be spontaneous or, or change it up a bit. Cause I'll be like, you, you know, know, I think that's coming. more of, I know so much about him that it's like, um, it's more of that. Like I try to, 
Anyway, so I was a little bit thrilled about the opera is my point. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is kind of sexy. You're like, okay. I go, like literally, uh, then she started singing Christmas opera, like Silent Night. Like, so here we are, random, you know, February, Friday. And I'm like, so we're listening to Christmas music? So holy now? night and ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> How do you She's guys like, keep it like hot, her. though, after 13 years? Like, what do you do that, like, changes things up? Not Well, Jana, you know. not only are we 13 years together, but um, I'm, like, 25 years older than you, and he's older than me, so hot. Um, well, you know, just even if it's, is it, yeah. you know, do you still make sure you do the date nights? Do you, you know, what what's what's yeah. different now than, than it was? Well, you know what's weird is that we, I think because I we each waited so long. Mm -hmm. uh, like he, like we were older when we met. So even though it was 13 years ago, we, I was in my mid forties. He was like, he was 50, no, in his fifties. Mm -hmm. And he, so, so we really liked each other. Like we spend 24 seven as most, but we, he doesn't get up and he works at home. Mm -hmm. He has an office here. And when I'm not working, I'm here. So we spend a lot of time together and I'm just grateful we get along, you know, we just get along. And so I feel like effort definitely goes into it. Like, it's not like if I were with someone that I didn't know that well and love as much. I, now it's like, I want to do this. I want to see him happy. I want to see him. And for him, it's just a natural. I came home the other day and there's like roses everywhere. Aww, I'm like, what? That's sweet. And, yeah, I mean, he just because he went to the farmer's market and he put a, you know, a bouquet over here and one up in the room and and I went out the other day and then I bought some for him just because it's a Tuesday, that kind of thing. Like, mm. it just becomes this familiar, I think just overall, we've learned to treat each other well and listen to each other and that makes it day-to-day -day fun and exciting and, you know, we have serious life issues to deal with too but um so I think it's like that it kind of blends I don't know we really get along but yeah of course you know we kind of drive each other crazy yeah for sure I mean I feel like that's <laughs> <laughs> one year of marriage to 500 years of marriage but do you think the communication is what's grown throughout those years or what do you think has kind of gotten better yeah, throughout time know, and what's maybe like oh I need to do better at this okay well the way we communicate is changed. And so? so just by nature, I'm, I go to, uh, you know, being loud and I need to be heard. And I'm like, I get very, uh, you know, angry if I feel like I'm not, I get triggered as it were from like when I wasn't heard as a child or as a freaking actress for 30 years or whatever my, uh, I would go to like, you know, zero to 60 in a second and just react. And he tends to go inward. His mode of dealing with difficulty, and especially if someone's, if I'm angry, is to go inward. And that's a terrible bonding pattern because that just makes me more angry. So mm -hmm. I have literally had to work on that and, you know, talk to my therapist about it and, and really not take his niceness for granted. So here we are and years later and I don't do that anymore. I just, I just don't. Cause I realize with him, I don't need to. And he, but I do need to say, I need to know that you're listening to me right now. You know, like, 
and 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 one thing, Jana, I don't I don't know your guys' relationship, Mike, but <laughs> I I read this book called The Female Brain, and there's the same writer. She's a neuroscientist, and the and she wrote a book, The Male Brain, too. Which she said is more of a pamphlet <laughs> than a book. <laughs> we are more simple creatures. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've learned things like I just because I'm feeling something in the moment and it feels really intense and I need to be heard. And I need him to know this. And he can't necessarily take it all in. So mm-hmm. I have to go. I have to be uh, respectful of how he can take it in and how, how and when. So if I have something really important to say, I'll say, David, I need to say, I want to talk about, you know, this one thing, can we at lunch or this afternoon, can we discuss blah, 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 you know, maybe just 20 minutes, then he can file it away and know and agree to it. And then he can give me all of his listening. Yeah. But if I see what I think tends to happen is we look for an opening right? Like we look for an opening in the guy's attention and then we just want to fill it all. And well, Jesus, he's listening. Um, and another thing, you know, and, and they just can't take it. And, and David, what is His eyes will start to glaze over or used to, I should say. (laughs) And I'm like, you're not listening to me. And he's like, I can't please stop talking, (laughs) you know? And so that's been a lesson, a lesson to learn. And over the years of getting to know each other, it it really is like, yeah, I had to go, okay, if I have something important to say, and it's like, I need his full attention. I need to say, you know, at this time, what time's good? Let's talk, whether it's trips we're going to take or jobs or finances or the neighbor or the, whatever it is, it can't be like, I'm inspired. And so I just can say it. And if he had something to say to me, I could take it in, but he can't. And it's not fair. Like we communicate differently and take things in differently. What what would you you attribute that to? What would you attribute that to most Daphne with? Is it just maturing in yourself or the therapy work that you're doing to be able to look in the mirror and be like, okay, I need to change how I'm delivering this. Because I feel like just in Jan and I's relationship, it's, it's taken some time for us to to really, you know, spend our individual therapy sessions actually talking about ourselves and not the other person, right? I feel like that's mm-hmm. for everyone that's new in therapy. You go in, you feel like it's a place to vent about your partner, your significant significant other. But now Jana and I both have therapists that are like, are you here to talk about them or yourself? Because I'm here to talk about you. And so, yeah. it, it, again, is it something like within yourself, like what helped you realize, okay, this is what I need to do and not worry about what David needs to do? Yes, uh, absolutely right. And I, you know, when I got into therapy, gosh, t- 25, 30 years ago, I, I thought I'm going to be there for a month. I'm going to no a couple sessions, deal with this crazy guy that I was into <laughs> and <laughs> fix him. And then I'll see yeah. you later. Yeah. And 20 years later, you know, and she kept bringing it back to me, bringing it back to me. And I'm like, listen, I'm really smart. Don't trust me. I'm the Same. one that helps friends. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yes, it's definitely, Um, but she would point out like, you know, I think guys have, they have a frailty that the world doesn't really encourage or accept. And so they've learned to, you know, keep it in. And when I would see that I'm hurting this guy that I love so much, that really hit me. 
like it, it hurt him the way I would act out. It hurt him. It, I could walk away from a explosion or whatever, because I was used to it. And I didn't grow up with role models of men that had that, you know, could listen and respected and were sensitive. And so when I saw, and she helped me see that. So to answer your question, Mike, he, she would say, do you see how that hurts him? Mm-hmm. And that he can't leave a situation like that like you can. That's good. And he, and he, and sure enough, I would see he'd be quiet for a while, you know, like for a day, even the next day. And it just, and so then I learned not only does it hurt him and I don't want to do it, but the union and the closeness that I was wanting is fractured. It's not there the next day in the silence and the hurt and the remnants of this acting out. And so I got really aware of that and I thought, wow, it's hurting what I want too. Because believe it or not, in those emotional expressions, I wanted nothing other than being so fucking close and excuse my language and trusting and and I want him to have my back and I just wanted to like be so close. Mm-hmm. And uh, my behavior, I had to really realize it. And so, you know, I'm still an expressive person, but I will you know, have my blow off in the, you know, in the car or, you know, not road rage to other people, but like on my own or I'll do it in my head. I'll have a little monologue, get it out of my system and then, you know, treat him more skillfully and be with him. And, and I get what I want out of that. And ever since that has changed. And by the way, he's had to come out of his shell. We've both had to change. For for sure. And I appreciate you saying that because I feel like that is still something that you know, society is catching up on with that men we can be and we ultimately want to be sensitive creatures. We are sensitive creatures, but like you said, we're kind of taught otherwise from a general statement um, as a general species. Mm-hmm. But even, I mean, Jana and I, had, Jana and I had a situation earlier today where she kind of made a joke about something and it hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And when she kind of noticed that, you know, she playfully just kind of be like, oh, don't be sensitive. And Mm -hmm. it was just, I think there's still that common misconception at times where it's just, we're supposed to just take it and let it roll off of us Mm -hmm. more than maybe females Mm -hmm. where it's like, if I would have said a similar thing, it would have had to be this big, like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. And I didn't mean it. And it would have been taken as so much more, but it's like, man, it's like, we're just supposed to be like, Oh, why are you getting upset about that? Like your guy, like you don't be sensitive. Right. You know, so it's and, a thing that we're yeah. still navigating. Yeah. No, I know. I know. And um, I, you know, what I realize it, the more work that you and Jana do with yourselves and we all do with ourselves and, and, and then with our partners, the better, the more each gender is going to get what they want. You know, the more, yeah. like the more you guys can, talk through that or uh, yeah like if i hurt david's feelings or he hurts mine by the way because you know guys also to protect that might be flippant about things or say things about women like oh you know whatever and that might upset me and so i feel like um it goes both ways and it is it's interesting this whole relating in a real conscious our goal is to be in conscious relationships. You guys are both in therapy. You, you're trying to be conscious human beings. And I don't think our world has 
conditioned us for that. So we have to forge it ourselves and with support of like-minded people, because you look out there that hello, Tinder uh, hookups. I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, which is fine. I know people that have met on that, but, and, uh, but it's like, where's our model? It's not a a breeding ground for conscious relationships for sure. And our our society in general, because Mm -hmm. we objectivize both. And it's, and I think guys, you know, the other thing I might say since I'm on the topic of men and women and relationships is another thing that I used to want from the man. And I've learned that with, and you know, David gets the benefit of my 20 years of therapy (laughs) and I have, you know, but, um, is that women want to work out everything. Like we work through stuff verbally. We think about it. We talk about it. We talk with our girlfriends. All we do is talk. It's like to get to this emotional intelligence about things and then figure it out. And men don't a and B, you know, they shouldn't have to like the, like in our relationship, he shouldn't have to deal with every blip on my screen. He just shouldn't. And so I think often we have to learn Jana to like, Oh dear, if it's really intense, then you pick up the phone and it's either your therapist or your friend or your coworker or something. And it's like, I need to do that. Because usually when we, because that's what I've been trying to do is I'm like, okay, instead of me either lashing out or word vomiting, word vomiting all over him, I'll call a friend, I'll call, you know, girl that I've considered my sponsor or I'll call, you know, I'll email my therapist and something. And by the time that I've voiced it out, I go back to him in a way different version of myself because I've had thought about it. I've had, you know, I rationalized it a little bit or at the end of the day too, I'm like, it's not even, it actually doesn't, you know, it doesn't trigger me as bad as I thought it did, or, or I, look, I see it a different way now. And then it's not really anything. It has more to do with something that I felt, not anything that he may, maybe did. So it's for just sure like recognizing that too, where it's just like, Oh, okay. Cause sometimes too, even where I'm like, do we have to make it a big deal? You know, like, let's just, let's just say we both, yes, we both did that wrong and, and not make it so heavy all the time too. Cause I feel like yes. it can just be so heavy. I'm like, can we just have an argument and not go into everything and just be like, eh, that and move on. Wonderful. I mean, but, but I feel like when we try, I would love that. No, that's so Mike's like, no, I want to pick apart it. Well, no, it's funny thing. is when I want to do that, he was, won't stop. Like even the other day in therapy, yeah. he is like, I, I 1000% was the, 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 the wrong. And like, he's like, I just kept going. And it's like, he knows when he does it. I know what I'm doing it. And we just, when you want to stop, but you like physically can't stop and it's, you've already started. So it's like, you might as well just go down the the slide. Keep digging. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just, you know, my therapist used to say, because of those reactions I told you about, you know, that, that would just literally come out and I could annihilate in in a second and just set off a bomb and, and not even care. And then walk, this is even before, this before David, I, it wasn't even that bad, you know, my twenties and thirties. And, you know, it was like, she would say, it's like, it's like a runaway train. It's like a, a, you have to have technique to stop it. You either have to leave the moment, just walk away, say, I'm just walking away. I'm stopping the train and just walk or something that you can stop that own train in yourself. Because the more you do this work, the more conscious and aware of this, you, I think you know more now what the uh, end result's going to be if you let that train go. And it may feel good in the moment and it's cathartic and you're fucking pissed off, but you are going to do damage 
and you now you know it. And so it does take that extra effort of like, I've got to stop the train. And thank God I learned that tool. And um, because it's so destructive and it doesn't get you what you want, you know, girl, I hear you. Hey, mm -hmm. so I love. So we ready to make it light. Are we done with the therapy? (laughs) (laughs) You're like on that note. No, I no, I I totally hear you. So we're going to stop the train right now. And um, because this is a Tree Hill um, episode and Uh we are, you know, a lot of the listeners, they're always said, please, 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 like talk about One Tree Hill. Um, And so (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm here in Wilmington. Like there's no better time to talk about One Tree Hill. Yeah. Why did you love um, what was what was the best part of playing your character? Well, I mean, besides working with Sophia and being her mom and, you know, and acting out all that shadow, like craziness and bitchiness was cathartic um, for me. You know, now that you know about me, I had that side of me. I did channel it into Victoria for sure. Like I had zero apologies. Like after they said cut, I would go over and say, oh, Sophia, I'm so sorry. But while I'm doing it, it felt it felt good, you know, um, because you don't really get to do that in life. <laughs> um, so I got to be very bitchy and stuff, but I, I loved being in Wilmington away from, you know, I just felt like every time I would fly in, I could just leave my troubles behind and leave regular life behind and being on location in that small town and the friendships that I made. And even the alone time was just, it was so nice. I don't know. I loved, you know, whether it's walking on Wrightsville beach or, um, taking drives or whatever it was, you know, going to a cafe downtown or meeting people for dinner at deluxe. Remember that? Like it was, Oh my I God. Just, deluxe. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I love that. that. place was so good. You Do, know, and I just love being in that, that town. Yeah. Is this, and this is just coming from a, a non-actor here, Daphne. And I've always mm-hmm. wondered, and Jan always, even when I call Jan a, you know, Success, successful actress and singer she like shies away because she can't stand a compliment so mm. asking another you know actress that's been successful like when you have these different characters and the you know the character that you had on one tree hill and in um mm-hmm. and everything what do you find like what helps you kind of get even more into that character is it something that you find that you personally attach to to make that character yours or is it just something you just kind of you know, attack randomly or is it, how do you kind of inspire that role that you take on? Um, yeah, I had an acting coach, um, a long time ago who said the more specific, uh, the more universal, like you have to make things specific Mm. if for, for, I mean, listen, when you're doing a TV show and it has to be done, you go quickly and you made it, you don't get rehearsal time. No one's rehearsing there. We're just, you know, and I've done other TV shows, so I've learned that. And so, but to make it rewarding for myself, I pull definitely from my own experiences and I try to sometimes dig in and see because it, at face value, you might read it and go, I don't relate to this at all. Like right. I've never done this. I've never run a multi-million dollar company or hated my daughter. I've never even had a daughter or whatever, but when have I felt threatened? Mm. What's really important to me? Oh, my acting. Okay. Well, what if someone said you can't do that anymore? Like how threatened 
so I pull up from myself what's real for me that would create that behavior, protecting my acting or protecting a, a child or an animal or something. That's how I substitute and make it really real. And the world just knows that I'm, you know, yelling at the person in front of me. They mm-hmm. don't, and they fill in. So that's one way that's that I make it for, yeah, I mean, I love that. And, and then there are the, and you're so, you're so good. I mean, you've been in freaking mm. a million things and you, everything, every time you're on screen and, you know, acting against you're just, you're, you're giving, you're amazing. You're, you're Aww. so good. And that's why, like, I hope that one day we can actually do something again together. I, I've been, I've been trying and I want, I, I want to I'll be your together. next mom for no. sure. We'll find a mom thing. And, <laughs> no. Um, I mean, that would be, that would be great. I'd love what to What are you work doing right now? Again. Um, let's see. I just did a gig on NCIS. That was Ooh. so fun because I was a serial dater who was, uh, um, a suspect, a, a, a murderer suspect, but also I got to do comedy because I love to do comedy. That's um, awesome. and so I was a comic relief in that with the guy I was playing opposite of, but that was really fun. And, and everyone there was I mean, you were in Spaceballs, so comedy has yes. to be running through you. Yes. Yeah. And um, I just emailed Mel Brooks. <laughs> Every once a year, I email him and go, hello, let's do a redo. <laughs> right? Everyone wants a Spaceballs, right? too. Absolutely. And then there was an article that Rick Moranis is doing a reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like oh. It came out yesterday or the day before. And so he's acting again because he'd been in retirement. Right, so I was like, right. Mel. And I sent him the article. And I'm like, let's do Your it. princess wants to live. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah. So that's great. And I love that. Any yeah, juicy, any juicy, uh, one tree hill, uh, things that you can remember that you can leave with, with the listeners, anything juicy, uh, you mean like, of storyline or, or just, just being there behind the scenes, juiciness. Oh, behind the scenes, <laughs> juicy. I know we don't. Honey, you have to remember, I was like so much older. <laughs> like I'm sure there was juiciness going out like probably every Thursday, Friday night, but I was like. Oh, I'm back at the hotel and, um, you know, you're the best. Um, we're going to miss each other. I know I, I hate it more than anything, but, um, obviously everyone like just follow love on Daphne. She's the best. Um, anything you want to leave the listeners with? Well, just, um, you know, just that you're, I, I love that you guys are doing this podcast and you're doing this together and you're sharing real life. I feel like that's how we help each other by sharing our truth and our stories and we all kind of connect and and I love that you guys are this relationship that is really doing it in a, you know in a conscious awakened way and you're doing you're doing the work like nothing's ever going to be perfect you're never going to find Mr. or Mrs. perfect you literally have to like you know, work on yourself, get to a place where you're going to attract and be attracted to someone who's healthy and loving. And then, and, and they have to want to do the work. Absolutely. And I just love that Amen. you're putting it out there. Thanks. Daphne. Thanks. So, we love you so much. Yeah. We so appreciate you um, calling in. Love you I guys love you. Too. I'm going to see you soon. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go back to listen to some opera. Yeah, go listen to that opera. Okay. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Listen up, everyone. Father's Day is right around the corner. Father's Day is June 16th, and Macy's makes it incredibly easy to find something special for all the dads in your life. 
Macy's offers the ultimate gift guide where you can shop by price, by category, or by gift lists. Some of the top gifts this year include Beats headphones, JBL portable speakers, Nintendo Switch, and more. You can also shop top brands such as Calvin Klein, Lego, Le Crusette, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph Lauren, Columbia, and more. In the past, I have been a last minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, finding the perfect gift is easier than ever. I can't wait to go shopping for Alan because I know with Macy's, I'll find a gift he'll absolutely love. It is so important to celebrate the dads in your life and make sure they know how special they are. And Macy's has the best gifts with prices that cannot be beat. Father's Day is June 16th. Make sure to check out Macy's.com slash gift finder to find a unique gift they'll love. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. Hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you my medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at urgentcarekit.com slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at urgentcarekit.com slash Jana. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or find leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. 
I love her. She's, she's great. She's awesome. She's so great because I, I do remember just sitting at, you know, at the restaurant with her and just talking and I've just always, I've, I don't know. I've just always looked up to her cause she's just a firecracker. She's fierce and she's, she says what she wants. She does what she, she's just, she's awesome. That. Like I really like, I love her. I love to meet her in person. She's, I feel like her energy is great. Oh, she's the best. I tried to get her to play my mom. In the last film, but it didn't work out. I know. Mm. Mom. Maybe the next one. <laughs> so that's why she said that. She's like, maybe next time I'll play your mom. But she's so sweet. She was awesome. Um, so it really is a house. No, a hotel party. I was going to say a house party. party. But it's a, I mean, we've got, obviously, Easton and Tori flew in to uh, to Wilmington, North Carolina. It's Tori's birthday today. Ew, 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 ew. Happy birthday, Tori. How young are you? Tori. I feel old. I'm 25. Okay. You can, okay. The, you can walk Well, you right start rounding there. up after 25. I'm a decade and a day once, no, or a year older. Once you're over 25, 25 is great. Once you're 26 and you're the back end of it, then you're like, okay. You're you're entering <laughs> you're into good. the best years of your life. Yeah. Really? When, when, when I hit 30, that is when my life changed. What? Hands down. The best years of my life. 25 30. to 35 is, there's a lot going on. But your eggs start dying now. How old are you, Mike? <laughs> oh, my God. But that's why I panic. I'm thinking 30. If I don't have 50 kids out, I'm just dead. I mean, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I mean, when I turned 30 and I was single. That's true. And I was crying in my bed. You were? with Yeah. I was 30, single, had a comforter over my head, bawling my eyes out. And my best friend, Catherine, was like, she comes over. She's like, you can't lay in bed and cry all day. I was like, I was supposed to be married. I was supposed to have three kids by now. Like, I can't do that. Wait, this is so good. Yeah. So that's where, I mean, uh, no joke. I so was, what was the flip of a switch for you? Um, <laughs> What was the flip of my switch? You know what it was? I I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm done looking for it. I flew to Hawaii. I had some fun with a friend and we <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That couldn't have been more cryptic. Why did you guys think it was with the main I went with Amy. I was just I had fun. And was just like, you know what? I'm just not supposed to, I wasn't supposed to be married with kids right now. So what am I supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be having fun. Yeah, you saw so I went to Hawaii. I had fun. I didn't care. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be with you. Why am I even here in Hawaii with you? And so I was just like, I'm having fun with my friend Amy. So Amy and I just like hung out, had a great time. Didn't see that other dude again. And I came back from Hawaii. And that's when I was just like, I'm just going to be me. And I'm going to have fun. I'm going have no apology. I'm not going to apologize for my past. I'm not going to I'm not gonna move to San Diego for a dude I never even wanted to be with. Because that's what I was going to do. That's kind of and crazy. Then the, and then the alert. next day, ding, direct message from M. Cawson. <laughs> But kind of, kind but of. no, but it wasn't, it wasn't right then. It was about six months later, but for those six months I was for the first time in my life, I was happy to be single and I couldn't, I could never say that ever. Interesting. So you stopped putting the standards, like I just, just stopped setting I just them stopped and put being more like, of- can I try and change him? Can I, yeah. can, will he be the father? Like can, okay. Cause I need a kid right now. Yeah. So I'm like, how can I make you be the like the dad it is really annoying though that men can have babies <laughs> literally 24 7 for the next 100 years of well, their lives and that's when michael and i when we when we started dating and then we uh he moved in and we started talking about okay timelines and he was like yeah i could wait a couple of years to get married 
and in my mind I'm 31 and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like I can't no I was I was uh like I was almost 31 and in my mind when he said that I was like well how long and he's like I don't know like five years five years I was like I'm dead my, my yeah, things are dead up. you're like up. I have no eggs zero yeah, yeah we're the Sahara Desert I was 27 and that's where it was that is a little wild to think I about. was a baby yeah. Okay. Compared to now. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's true. But I mean, I think about it now and I'm like, well, shoot, I'm 36 and I'm still barking at the tree for another kid. So right, I mean, right. it's, you know, oh, you can, you know, you guys know that I just... have a friend at, you know, 40, 43 that just got pregnant with a baby. Janet Jackson had one at 50. Heck yeah. So I think, th- I mean, it's changing. The problem is, is that I came from a really small town. Well, mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's not super mm-hmm. small, but all my friends you the norm was to have kids in your young 20s you know that's what? just what it was where i'm from it's it's like not even getting married first it's having a baby first mm, and i'm like i have weird. two of my friends just say that they're pregnant um and i had three friends get engaged this past week so i got hit with a doozy a little bit but i'm, I'm and like, we're going to sarah's wedding soon. and then we're going to sarah's okay. wedding this happy birthday to her yeah we're doing great we're doing great Yay, this is so fun <laughs> and then also in the room we've got um my band guys that are in the room <laughs> and kylie hi kylie <laughs> kylie is our nanny um and she came because well here do you want to hop in on this one <laughs> cheese and rice cheese and rice so cheese kylie um is our nanny and she's awesome and she she didn't when did you tell me that you were a massive fan of One Tree Hill? So one night you said that Franklin gets really bad Postmates service and you said you were hungry for dinner and I offered to drive over and bring it to you because I wanted to spend quality time with you. Um, and so <laughs> Andy bought me dinner. So that was great. And then we may have addressed the idea that you didn't want a hot nanny. Oh. <laughs> And then after that, I was like, by the way, since we're on this level right now, I'm a One Tree Hill fan, like major. It was after that. I just felt we were really vulnerable in that moment. Well, by the way, I just, it was so awful because we had hired you right after the whole hot nanny scandal. (laughs) And my heart was just like, it hurt because for you, because that's, I'm the one that addressed it with you. I was like, I want you to know, I think you're beautiful. And And I was like, I know I'm beautiful. I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm whole, cute. It's good. But when she saw Tree Hill on the calendar, she's like, are you going to Wilmington? She's like, I'm going with you. And I was like, well, I don't think Mike wanted, I don't think Mike dad wanted. Dad from think, last week. I don't dad. think dad wanted to bring the kids, just like how we talked about last week on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I was like, so, you know, I'm like, who would watch the kids? And I'm calling grandmas and nanas and papas. And Mike's like, why are we doing this? So Kylie can go to, tr-. I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand Mike. She's a one tree healer. She's like, it's, this would really mean a lot to her baby. He's like, well, that's her job is to watch the kids. <laughs> and if we're going to be gone <gasps> doing a podcast, like who's going to watch the kids? We know where we keep the nanny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> job home. description says, <laughs> you know, to, I completely watch our children while we understand. go work. But I'm just saying there would have been less laundry folded. I would have put the dishes away worse. Like it just would have been bad for a while, but I would have gotten over so it. So soon I started sleeping with one eye open because I was afraid <laughs> Kylie was going to come slit me in the middle Literally of Literally well, no. up until this week, Mike has threatened to take Tree Hill away from me. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Kylie, did you do your chores? Fear-based discipline, (laughs) truly, in our household. No, but it almost went away, and then I felt so terrible. I was like, Mike, we have to make it work. You know, I was like, because he was like, well, we can't bring Jay's. It's going to be, 
you know, do we really want to break them? <laughs> is that my four? dad voice? <laughs> 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 That's what it sounds like to us. And, you know, do, <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to? take him away at 4am I was like no but it's for Kylie like just think it's for Kylie it's for Kylie it's for Kylie <laughs> and you know and so, so important. finally Catherine um, BFF stepped in who's also my freaking manager and she's like I'll watch the baby and again M- M- Mike's in the background going it's not your job Catherine <laughs> That's why we pay Kylie. Mike, contrary to popular belief these two people like me like they think I'm great company and they love me okay so anyways Long story short, Catherine has Jace right now. Thank you, Catherine. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. You're the best. Thank you. And then free babysitting. I was just like, well, I really want to bring, obviously, again, from last week, I was like, I really want to bring Jolie. So, you know, um, Jolie's here with us and uh, Mike is watching Jolie while, <laughs> while Kylie is with me. Mm-hmm. And Listen, someone has to be with Jana while she doesn't meet and greet. She can't do it by herself with the cop and the handler and all those people. <laughs> I have to be there. But um, But are you happy to be here? Oh, wow. I'm shaking right now. You know, this is just like my acceptance speech. I don't even know what to say. Truly excited. If anyone wants to go check my Instagram out, you can see I tried (laughs) to play it cool with Peyton, a.k.a. Hillary, um, but I didn't. And there's a live picture of me just being like, oh, my God. (laughs) Then she asked me what my name was and I kind of forgot it for a second. I'm going to be I'm going to be better tomorrow. But I didn't get the nervous hands. I was really proud about I have them now. But I didn't have them then. Well, you did great. Well, I'm real proud of you. I am, Kylie. I'm. I'm happy see to see joy? you. I'm happy to see you happy. <laughs> Thank you. Believe so much. it or not, I do love Man, you. Man, I'm gonna part of our. I'm gonna fold your socks yeah. right from now on. <laughs> wow. Well, now all of a sudden, I, I sound like this high maintenance. Like, <laughs> Janet, how how is it folding Mike's laundry? It, it's difficult. Uh, yeah. But I've been doing it. And so, I, did, were you here in the beginning when we were talking about this? No. Is this today? Wow, God's hiding. I don't know what you were talking about today. Oh, whoa. That's weird. Because Kylie was in the Prophetic. room making sure that Jolie was, I was like, make sure she falls like fully, fully asleep until you come and hit this room. Check on her. And, um, and so, but we were talking about the fact that Mike said that I haven't done his socks in a while. I was like, I've been putting your socks away and doing them. And that's hilarious <laughs> that you went back to the socks. The socks were hard for him because he does like doubles. Right? I was literally folding his laundry in front of him one day. Like this is like a couple weeks ago. And he looked at me. He was like, Kylie, that makes no sense. And I was like, this is the Marie Kondo way. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but it's very popular on Twitter, Netflix, Instagram. People do this for life. And he was like, Kylie, like, no, that's just, it doesn't make sense. Cause when you unfold them, that's not how you put them on. And I wear two pairs and like all this kind of stuff. I literally looked at him and I was like, Mike, I'm not doing it anymore. Like and that. I was, and I'm I said so it was so just why like are you doing it anyways. You know, I just do that sometimes. Like I just, she like, does. I just do it. And I, I said like it's it. just like the knives in the pots and pans. I was like, if y'all don't want to hand wash them, then leave them. It's I'll not do them. Butterfingers. I never care. Butterfingers. It's not my fault. You picked up a knife by the knife part. Like I don't know. Like it, that's what they teach you. Do y'all need a minute to like work like, through this, or like what's going on here? <laughs> just saying. Okay, so you sorry. <laughs> Got to keep my job. Uh, maybe we do need another kid. So I have another son. I get some more maleness in their family. Surrounded by women attacking me right now. Mike, let's affirm Mike. Mike, Mike, you are a really great dad. That is one thing. We're sensitive creatures. All right, you know what? Well, let's bring Carl in then. Carl, come here. Carl, you're you're on. Y'all give it up for Kyle. Follow Kylie. I mean, Kylie. Kylie. She can't speak, guys. Carl, Kylie. Follow Kylie. Come on, Carl. Um, Carl's in here with the rest of the band dudes, and um, he would like to. He, by the way, he killed it on stage today. Thank you. Do you remember the speech that you said? I can uh, recite it. What was it again? Uh, well, can I get my... No. Uh, <laughs> no. Like six million... I gave the six billion speech. Six 
six billion speeds. So the tree healers out there would know it. It went away. I mean, it went great. It was great, and I, I felt, um, I felt like I really uh, did something that everybody uh, enjoyed. Absolutely. Do you like being on the road? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carl. I, I, I like also, fun words. I also would like. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that I'm wearing my socks because you asked me to take my shoes <laughs> off a while ago. <laughs> I feel like the description of this thing just needs to be like men in socks. Uh-huh. I'm just excited to be on the show. I've never been on the show. It's my first time. I've been on the like the live show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Carl's been coming on the live show with us along with the other dudes in the room. And um, what do you like being out on the road? Uh, I enjoy being out on the road with you guys. Because you were out, you know, you've been out with some amazing people. What obviously in your in a relationship too? how hard is that to be on the road um, touring, especially with you know, in the venues and the other women, is that something that has become a strain in the relationship or are you just, no. what makes the, the strong foundation? It's uh, it's not a strain because my girlfriend's dad is, uh, he's uh, he's very famous. He's the singer in Leonard Skinner. Oh, wow. So uh, he, she gets it. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's actually out on the road more than I am now. Wow. She's going to Europe and South America this year, maybe Australia. I don't know wherever else that's you can so go. That's so cool. Yeah, so uh, it's there's a lot of understanding, but I've had some, you know, people that haven't understood. Like my grandfather, he doesn't understand what I do. I have more disagreements with my grandfather than my girlfriend as far as being on what the road. What do you guys fight about the most? Well, you don't fight about anything. He just goes, he just kind of looks at me in the eye and goes, "I just don't understand your life." You get a job, <laughs> you work there for forty years, and yeah. then you retire, son. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I have a story, actually, I'd like to tell from the road. Please, let's oh, hear great. your story. Please, road, it has to do road with, diaries. It has to do with Tori's birthday. Oh. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're 20, you're 25? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Do you know what happens when you turn 28? I'm terrified. Okay. There's this thing called Saturn Returns. Anyone ever heard of it? No. no. Okay. I'm going to tell you a whole story about it. It's great. It, it It's not going to be too long, Easton. It's going to... It'll be entertaining. So, uh, oh, yeah, I like how you just resituated I yourself. I did. I resituated to, myself. I'm okay. leaning more on the pillow on the bed because we're all laying on a bed right now. I would also like to give a shout out to the studio audience. <laughs> You're really liking not, this, aren't you, Carl? I not, love this. That yeah. is not sound effects made by Easton. That is an actual audience. So you asked me about the road. And uh, one of my first experiences ever on the road, after I've been in Nashville for 10 years uh, and probably six, seven years ago. I was, um, this is before I had a girlfriend. I want to make that really clear because this story's not going to sound very good. Uh, sorry, this relates back to you, Tori. It's going to make a lot of sense. So uh, I'm out in San Jose doing a radio show, okay. playing an acoustic guitar for an artist. And um, I hadn't had the greatest time uh, with them. So I, uh, we were sitting in the airport going to Atlanta uh, middle of the night, red eye kind of thing, going back to Nashville. And, um, uh, you know, I've got my seats set up and I'm going to have to sit next to, you know, the artist, unnamed artist, uh, for the next, you know, four or five hours in my life. And all of a sudden the gate attendant comes on and, you know, announces that they need some volunteers that would like a voucher to, uh, go the next morning. <laughs> Boy. I'm your guy right here. 
How can you do that? Because if you can't do that if you're traveling with the band. Well, it was the end of the run. Oh. So we were all going home anyway. Oh, 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 oh. So I said, well, I would I would like to get off. Rather than know. sit next to this artist? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was just... Uh, I wish you could tell us the name. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I don't want to... Uh, well, you know, you have me back on the show another time. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, if you guys come to Texas, um, maybe Carl will tell us there for the Wine Town Tour because we're coming to San Antonio, Austin, Houston... Dallas, it's going to be really fun the first weekend of March. So, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of insider information for those folks mm-hmm. if you come to those shows because I'll be there. So anyway, I get off this flight and I take my voucher and I'm the only one that does it and I go out to the uh, stand <laughs> to get into the hotel line, you know, for the hotel shuttle. And there's this other girl. She's pretty alternative looking. Um, <laughs> she's got kind of a you know a hippie ish type um, look to her and I go oh well, this will be interesting so I get on the bus and start talking to her and I go you know hi I'm going to the did you get off the flight too and she was the other person to get off the flight oh. she's around my age I was about 28 at the time and uh, we're driving over to the Holiday Inn and uh, she you know tells me her name and I find it odd she, her name's Opal okay Opal King beautiful well it's not beautiful well her name's Jennifer but she said she earned that name at Joshua Tree. Oh, I love Joshua Tree. Really? I've never been, but I heard it's beautiful. So does Opal. Okay. Um, so anyway, we get over to the hotel, and I'm kind of talking to her, and she goes, oh, well, I'm just coming back from Taiwan, and I have a wife over there. I'm like, oh, interesting. And where are you going now? Uh, over to South Carolina. I have this, you know, this, this other friend I'm going to spend some time with, but I'm stopping here in California for a few days. I buried a couple grand in the ground, and you know, it's going like weird. Okay. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm a Enneagram one. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're Sarah for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I love your look. I'd also like to point out that I am on the bed. Tori's on the bed, <laughs> and Mike is just slightly off of the bed. He's staring very creepily at me. <laughs> Carl's on Janice's side of the bed. Janice's yeah. on my side of the bed, and Tori's at the foot of the bed while I'm sitting on the side. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I, I, I really we, just would like to know the point. I'm getting to the point. Okay. It's just going to be great. It, it's all going to wrap up very quickly. It's going to be great. I just want to thank That's you. That's the title of the podcast episode. It's going to be great. It's going to be us. great. It's going to be so great. So we get to the hotel and I'm thinking to myself, I can just tell from talking to her, she's just not going to have a credit card for incidentals. So uh, I I just kind of, you know, we get off the bus and I, I offer for her to go first because I go, you know, I know I how. Got, I got to see this. I go know, ahead, that, Opal. That's, yeah. You're up. Yeah, you're up, Opal. I'll be on deck. Yeah. So she walks up there and she uh, starts to check in and the attendant behind the Holiday Inn Ex- Express starts going, well, ma'am, can I, do you have a card I can put on file for incidentals? Because the room's free. Right. But you do have to have a card for incidentals. I know this as an Enneagram one. I follow the rules. I got my checklists. So um, anyway, uh, she starts like checking in and she pulls a debit card out of her wallet that expired five years prior to the day we're sitting there. And uh, she's trying to show it to the guy and the guy's going, I, you know, I can't take this. Uh, It's got to be an active card. We got to charge a, you know, a certain amount in order to check you in. And so immediately, just because of our conversation on the way to the hotel, she turns to me and goes, 
you know, do you have a credit card? Your name's Carl, so I know you got one. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well be Chad. Come on. Come on, Kyle. Give me your credit card. Come on, Whitey. Let's go. (laughs) And naturally, because because my name's Carl, I said no. Because I didn't know if maybe this was I was going to get ripped off. (laughs) Easy, sweetie. It's Carl with a K. I'm edgy. (laughs) Now, because I mentioned earlier that this is prior to me having a relationship, I go, you know what would be fun? I got to leave here in five hours. I'm going to offer this girl. I'm not going to give you my card for incidentals, but I'd be happy for you to hang out on the other bed and we'll hang out for a couple hours before I have to leave. Carl. I know. Tori, what does this have to do? It's not the same thing because if I'm in the room, I can watch to make sure she hasn't purchased movies or gone in the mini bar. Oh, like you're leaving, so she still has the room available to herself when you leave. Look, so I was 28 when this was happening. This is where the rest (laughs) of the story goes. Okay, goodbye, sayonara, Carl. Thanks. Okay, so I would like my breakfast delivered to me in bed. It wasn't that kind of hotel. They didn't have anything like that there. So anyway, we're sitting there. We're start talking. And you know, like she's, I'm listening to an episode of Dateline. I'm like, where's the murder? It's coming. It's okay. coming. So she's talking to me and I'm, I'm kind of telling her what's going on. I'm, I'm t- turning 28 next week or whatever. And she goes, oh, Saturn returns. Oh. And I go, what does that mean? She goes, <laughs> you know, think now her name is Opal King. Uh-huh. She earned that name in Joshua Tree. And. She's tell- so I'm believing everything she's saying because sure. if she's going to know something, it's going to be something like this that mm-hmm. she knows about. So uh, Saturn returns is when you turn 28 years old. Saturn is in the exact same spot it was when you were born. Ooh. And it's supposed to create a slingshot into your next 28 years. Ooh. Yeah. Well, so the whole thing is that <laughs> if I'm 25, whatever but thanks you're for the doing, long five minute story that we're going to have to figure out. Well, it's been a lot more than five minutes. <laughs> um, but anyway, when, if you're doing what you want to do by 28, it's supposed to be a slingshot into the next. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so, so anyway, you, got you three keep years. hustling three years. Anyway, so we're sitting there. It? Okay, no, no, it's okay. almost that. And then as soon as she's telling oh, it's 29, and, someone, but 29.5 is actually the year. Google oh, says. Well, that's why I guess I get that extra year and a half to prepare myself. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there and I'm kind of telling her I'm, I'm actually going to play on Letterman like two months later. And she's like, oh, this is great. Saturn returns, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, the, the time's going by and I'm feeling really inspired. And all of a sudden she's sitting on the other bed and she goes. So seriously, like she's in the other the room with you on the other bed. Yeah, we've got, you know, twin beds on each side okay. or queens, whatever it is. A couple queens. Um, and she just goes, do you know what duct tape does? <gasps> what? I go, no. Okay. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, I go, no. What Easy does it do? Dexter. She goes, it turns no, no, no into mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. What happened? Do I want to know? I just was shocked. She duct taped me to the bed and... <laughs> Did you it was, go to sleep? I, I just need to know the ending. I, I don't really want to know if y'all... Know. No, nothing happened. Okay. I, I immediately was like, I need to refresh myself for the next day. I'm going to excuse myself from the room now. Uh, and then later she told me that her instrument is that she really wants to play the didgeridoo. 
anyway, so what that was story. Thank you it, for sharing. Yeah, that yeah, with yeah. Us. And uh, then later she moved to Alaska and joined a band, and uh, also purchased land in Uruguay. And sounds uh, like you guys are still really close. We <laughs> actually email every couple of years, so it's a uh, wow. Well, yeah. every twenty-eight years. Give it up for Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast come up, but I, I do. Oh, we're still going. Okay, I do appreciate uh, hanging with you guys, oh, and, and I, I, I want to uh, share more stories at the podcast. But I, you'll probably need to limit my time. Okay, we Thanks. love you, Carl. Thanks, Thank Carl. you so much. You guys. Bye. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no words. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that was way too much fun between Carl and Kylie. And Daphne and just the socks. I'm. We're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna sh- <laughs> um, so we don't have time for this episode, but to be continued because next week will Chase and Alex have a reunion on the Wind Down Podcast. Stay I don't tuned. know what that means. <laughs> Woo-hoo! This sun season, evolve your sun care with new Banana Boat 360 coverage. With advanced control mist, it's a new way to spray. It's an all-new bottle for an all-new mist experience that smells great and is incredibly light on your skin. Better control means coverage you can count on. To customize your spray, tap the trigger lightly to cover targeted areas or pull the trigger fully for a long, continuous spray ensuring long-lasting banana boat protection. Plus, it's refillable from sweat-resistant sport formula to kids SPF 50+. When headed to the beach, I want to make sure my kids are protected so I never leave home without Banana Boat 360 Mist. Shop Banana Boat 360 Mist at Walmart, Target, or Amazon. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I had no idea supplements would make that much of a difference in how I feel every single day. That's why I'm so happy I found Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now. I take their supplements every single day and I can really feel a difference in how I feel. I love how easy it is to take Symbiotica supplements. Here's my routine. I take Symbiotica every day in the morning before starting my day or even having my morning coffee. I love feeling like I'm doing something good for my body right at the start of the day. Prepping for my wedding, I've been making sure to prioritize my health, which is easy with Symbiotica. My favorite product is the Liposomal Vitamin C. Vitamin C is essential for collagen production, glowing skin, and anti-aging, and I have really noticed a difference in my skin since I added it to my routine. It also tastes delicious. We all want that glowy, healthy skin for summer, and Symbiotica is the answer. 
If you're not someone who thrives on routine, Symbiotica makes it super easy to stay on track. With a monthly order, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month, so you don't have to even think about it. One of the best perks is you get to enjoy exclusive discounts and access to secret sales. Ready to feel the results? Head over to symbiotica.com and use code JANA for 20% off plus free shipping off your subscription order. Head over to symbiotica.com and use code JANA for 20% off plus free shipping off your subscription order.